Welcome to the Small Batch Edition of Pop Culture Happy Hour. I'm Linda Holmes. I'm the editor of NPR's pop culture and entertainment blog, Monkey See, and I'm here talking to Morning Edition's David Green. Hi, David. What's up, Linda? Oh, not too much. You're out on the West Coast, though, and I'm here on the East Coast. We're having more fun out here. I, I hate to tell you. What we are going to talk about today sounds like it was pretty uh, pretty fun on your end. Yep. So what we are bringing you today is an extended version of an interview that David did for Morning Edition with him. Who's this guy again, David? Uh, his name is Justin Timberlake. Oh, Justin I don't know if you're Timberlake. familiar. Yeah. He is up for an Oscar. Trolls, the movie, the animated movie. He is one of the the, the voices behind one of the protagonists. Um, this oh, little trolls. impish, annoying troll named Branch who doesn't like to dance and doesn't like to sing, which doesn't sound like Justin Timberlake at all. But he was also the executive producer of all the music, including Can't Stop the Feeling, which is the total earworm. And that song is up for uh, for best song of the year at the Oscars. Remarkable. Well, I cannot wait to hear it. You can hear all of David's uh, interviews and work on Morning Edition on your local NPR station or uh, just hear him on NPR One. And what we're going to do right now is play this extended version of this Justin Timberlake interview. Thanks, David. Thanks, Linda. It's Morning Edition from NPR News. I'm Steve Inskeep in Washington. And I'm David Green in Culver City, California. And I went Hollywood this week, you know, caught up with a guy at the Beverly Hilton before he was going into a lunch for Oscar nominees. Do you like these kinds of lunches? I don't know. I've never been to one of these sort of things. So An Oscar lunch. An Oscar luncheon. You know, it's like they just put the, they just throw the eon at the end. To give it the pomp. <laughs> like it's it can't a lunch. just be a lunch. <laughs> it has to be a luncheon. Right. That feels slightly intimidating. Intimidating for him? Yeah, that is Justin Timberlake. He became a star as a kid on TV in the Mickey Mouse Club with Britney Spears. And then there was his boy band era with NSYNC. Come on, some of you played his music at parties. And that makes his role in the movie Trolls seem kind of out of character. In addition to being executive producer of all the music, he is the voice behind this little animated joyless troll named Branch. I think everyone deserves to be happy. I don't do happy. Playing a little paranoid troll Mm -hmm. um, who hates singing and hates dancing Mm -hmm. and really hates hugging. (laughs) What what, what was that like? It's basically just me before my coffee in the morning. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Say more about that. Well, you guys don't wake up cranky in the morning? No, I wake up really cranky. Yeah. Of course, what's got him at this Oscar luncheon is this. The Trolls theme, Can't Stop the Feeling, is up for best song. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric wavy when I turn it on. All through my city, all through my home. Can you talk to me about this moment in your life? I, I read a piece maybe about 10 years ago where you talked about that your mom became your best friend when you realized who you wanted to be. I and said that? Yeah. That's a lie. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, like, you're, I mean, you're, you're an actor, you're a musician, you're a husband, you're a father. Like, have, have most you, importantly. Most importantly. Are, yeah. are you who you wanted to be when you were a younger age? I, listen, I... <sighs> That sounds like a young man full of confidence and no experience, if I said that. <laughs> like, in all of my humility, there's a having um, a, a son um, or a child, for that, for that matter. Do you have kids? 
I don't yet. Okay. You're making me want them though. I can see. The, uh, it, I can see that. It's unbelievable. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do. But it's it's also like it's what happens is you relearn who you are, and you realize that who you thought you were is not who you are. But it breaks you open to like a, this whole different level of of empathy and compassion and 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 patience and you know humility. Because everyone obsesses about your early days and in sync and wants to get in your head back then and figure out how you like that, that. I find that coming up lately. I guess I never looked at myself. And someone pointed this out to me the other day. Like you're a you're a child star that like made it out. And I was like, I, I guess I never really looked at myself as a child, even when I was. You know, at least for me, having having a son, it's like I'm. You relearn the world again, watching them discover it. Were you when you? It's kind the, of amazing. In the boy band days, were you dreaming of of this moment of of sort of having a career well, in still in, in well, the same line of work? Well, but the thing you have was, to, the thing that I try to remind people is when I was ten years old, I never thought of being in a boy band as a possibility. That wasn't on my radar, but it just like happened. And I'm so thankful for it. Like, it was an unbelievable time. And we had, it was an unbelievable experience. But I, I don't know. I, I uh, grew up an only child. And, like, I guess I always had aspirations for myself. But, like, I just remember at the height of NSYNC, you know, in that, like, 99-2000 sort of window, those years, I just feel like we were all five looking at each other like, can you believe this is happening? So I don't know. I, I think that it's more. I think it's more so that like th- that feels more surreal. I mean, it all feels surreal. I don't know that when I was younger that I, you know, that I even could fathom in sync as a thing. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching Cheers and Three's Company and Fresh Prince of Bel Air was humongous when I was right at that sort of like pubescent, influential age. And so I don't know. I, I always looked at that and said, man, I want to do that. You know, like I literally wanted to be on a sitcom, an actor, like be an actor on mm-hmm. a sitcom. You know, and get to do comedy and just watching the genius of Ritter on Three's Company when he would fall over that couch. It was like you know, it was like watching Donald O'Connor in Singing in the Rain. Uh-huh. We all know about the genius of Will Smith and and uh, you know, like I wanted to be Sam Malone. How cool! was Sam Malone in Cheers. He was just like the dude. The Bart. The yeah. Bar- I, but yeah, yeah, Ted Danson. Was... And I think that um, because I grew up with a very musical family, my father being very musical, and my mother also being a really adept tap dancer, I think that those things, because it's like the, like the, uh, it's like the thing we all do with our parents where they're like, we know we got these things naturally from them, so we run as far away from them as we, as we possibly <laughs> uh-huh. can. Like, acting was something that I could take seriously. Like, music, when I was younger, came genetically, I feel like, and thanks, Dad, <laughs> you know, came a little bit easier to me. So I don't think I took it as seriously. And I probably should have taken it more seriously. <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, listen... I pinch myself every day. Like, it's crazy to get to do all of these things because I, I really do love them so much. And, and to be quite honest, like, I can't do anything else. Like, I, I'm not skilled. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're acting. If you need your tire changed, I will help you call someone <laughs> to change your tire. But it would probably take me 
from the time it would take us to call someone to get us someone there, all of that time it would take me to even just like figure out how to help you change <laughs> your tire. I'm just not skilled at anything else. Well, you've gotten the acting thing down. I mean, I think of Inside Llewyn Davis, I think of Social Network. Like you've, mm-hmm. had, you've had roles that have really been buzzed about. And so here we are at the Oscars. You're winning, winning an award for music. And I guess I wonder when you're sitting there, like as a part of you going to be saying like, I'd, you know, I'd love for at some point soon to be recognized here in this space for my acting. Honestly, like I'm kind of shocked that Can't Stop the Feeling got nominated for an Oscar. Like, really? Yeah. But I also, it makes me so happy because if I'm being honest and maybe this sounds like a little bit of a bit, but you know, I always kind of felt like I was going to have to write a song about like misery and self-loathing you know to bring out these raw emotions to ever have an opportunity to put in a movie that would be nominated for an oscar for instance something so cheery and well fun yeah in a song about like unabashed happiness i guess i'm more or less like it's serendipitous but i i do feel like the world could use a little bit more of it right now um it, i feel like a song like this doesn't come along often and it's hard to make a song like this that actually like gets people's asses up and makes them dance too so I feel like Max Martin and and Johan Schuster co-writers I feel like I feel like we really we put our heads together and, and came up with something that you know was was just a moment well I, f- I feel like there is a moment I couldn't watch the movie or listen to the song without thinking about the backdrop of where we are today. And I mean, mm. and no matter your political leanings, I feel like, mm. I mean, I've interviewed people around this country. There's so much anger mm-hmm. and angst, I think. Uh, do yeah, do, do I you mean, feel like this, this, I mean, this song was, was right for this moment? That's not why I wrote it. Sure. You know, obviously I wrote, I wrote this song almost a year and a half ago. So that wasn't I, the plan. No, no. I mean, the world was different a year mm-hmm. and a half ago, you know? Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, I think that there's a lot that's happening right now um, that is divisive. And so anything that unifies us through our differences and our similarities, because we have both, mm-hmm. all of us, and and anything that does that, then I'm all for it. Some of the, some of the covers... Uh, Sure. On the soundtrack, uh-huh. I mean, I like September and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Sure. Like, I was going crazy. That was probably, in my opinion, as a, a, a like a fanboy of R and B music. This is what you can do when you're like the executive producer of a movie soundtrack. Well, like, I want that. The band Earth, Wind, and Fire, <laughs> and their other friend Fire came <laughs> into <laughs> no. So Philip Bailey and Verdeen White and like the whole band came back into the studio and recut it with me. Do you remember 21st night of September? Love was changing the minds of pretenders while chasing the clouds away. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in the studio with, you know, Philip Bailey, who I like grew up trying to emulate his voice, and um, I'm getting to reproduce the song, and they told me that they hadn't cut it since they first cut it in 78 maybe i could be way off that must have been wild 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 
like I like I get chicken skin even talking about it. But like it was a moment where I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You what know? about an, and, another album? Are you close to another another album? Uh, I don't know how close I am. I, I've been doing some some work in the studio recently. I kind of have this thing where I I, I don't I don't want to leave any stone unturned as far as any songs that it. And um, I love working in the studio. I really really enjoy it. Yeah, you once said you don't want to put out an album until you feel that desperate need to shout from the rooftops. That's it. That's it. And in and I feel like you have to carry that through the writing and recording process too. It, it like does this have to be heard? Like make that the barometer for what you're actually putting on the album. And does it make you feel does it make you feel urgent? I think I'm on a path of finding something. I will say that, but it's it's always hard to I'm in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to gauge where I'm at and where I want to be. But it, I, I do feel excited about it. We're catching you before an Oscars lunch. One of your fellow Mickey Mouse Club members, Ryan Gosling, is sure. also nominated sure. in music for this. And, and by the do way, you, rightfully so. Is there a Mickey Mouse Club like alumni handshake know. or something that goes on? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should come up with one. I'm, I'm so happy for him. He deserves all of it. He's He's always been that talented. But I mean, you, know. you and him and... Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, like, what was in the lemonade Carrie back Russell, there? Yeah, what, um, what was in the lemonade when you were in this club? I, you know, to be honest, I couldn't tell you what the algorithm is for what's happened for most of us as adults. But I will say that the experience working on that show, when you are 10, 11, 12, and so impressionable, you are in sound stages around live audiences. You're getting to know relationship with camera and how it works. You're given acting classes, vocal classes. You're working in a dance studio to teach you how to move with presence. So we were all taught those things at that time. So, you know, all those people you, you mentioned, there's nothing, there's nothing accidental about Ryan. Like, Ryan's always been that talented and I'm just so happy for him. He deserves it. And he's a kick-ass actor. And I've always known he was you know, a musician as well. So getting to see him flex that a little bit, they're both great people to begin with. So to see Emma and Ryan be recognized like that, um, it's just, it's awesome. Justin, thank you. It was a real pleasure meeting you. And My pleasure. thanks for the time. And My pleasure. Best of luck at the Oscars. 